0: Everyone everyone was right, except for now, Amy. Past Amy was correct. For those that don't know what Brie is doing, she's doing push-ups because she's not buff enough. So... Anyways, do we have any announcements this week? Uh, you can't do that. <laughs> uh, Amy's new puppy's freaking out. Sit. You can lay right there. Don't lay against that, because you're making click, click, click,
1: click, 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 click.
0: Announcements. We, we, oh, we are haven't almost... done that in forever. Announcements, announcements, announcements.
1: Okay, that's all she's got. Um, I got a new puppy. Yes, she Amy has a new puppy. Did we uh, talk about that on the last episode? Yeah, we're yeah. having queso tonight. <gasps> oh, that's <And> exciting! <laughs> Yum. And uh, my husband's uh, going camping. Adult beverages and board games. Yay! Yay! Those are the best things. Those ever. are the best things. Okay,
0: so nestle up for this story time. Uh, once. One time, my neighbor stole my cat. Ooh. First, I asked my, for my cat back. She ran into my arms when this crazy woman opened the door. My neighbor then insisted that I was harassing her cat. Grabbed Marie, the cat's name, out of my arms and slammed the door in my <sighs> face. Naturally, I called the police and they came over. She argued with them for like 15 minutes while I was showing them picture after picture of me and Marie I had on my phone. Finally, I showed them all the papers I had for her vac- vaccination records, adoption forms, etc. And they said, look, lady, I don't know why you're still keeping this up. We know the cat isn't yours. Please give it back to her so we don't have to forcibly <gasps> take her. Why? She told them to get a warrant and tried to shut the door, but the officer stopped her, then told me to go get my cat. I took one step inside, and Marie ran to me again, and we walked out. She slammed the door while screaming at us, and the officer told me to call them again if anything happened. I kept Marie inside until we were able to move about two months later. Every time she saw me in those two months, she would scream obscenities at me and would tell anyone nearby about how I forcibly took her cat. What? Fortunately, no one believed her because apparently she had done this before. What? (laughs) You just go
1: around taking other people's cats. And it's my cat. No, it literally is not. Oh, let me just go to the next neighbor. I heard they got a great cat. Let me (laughs) go tell them that that's my cat. I will say, if someone tried to
0: steal Leon, I would not blame him. That, handsome. He's beautiful.
1: Yeah, I would steal him, but, you know, I love you, and I can see him anytime I want. So Very true. It's kind of like being a grandparent. Yes. You get yeah. to deal with all the hard stuff, and I just get to see him and get the cuddles and love. Yeah.
0: And you have your own cat. And I have my here. own cat. Tony. Oh, yeah,
1: and here. Yes, I do, Tony. My Tony God.
0: is her son, but... <laughs> He has to stay with me because she's a terrible mother.
1: She does not have rights to him. (laughs) I I don't have the official rights. We We called adoption.
0: We called Cat Protection Services and... He was removed. He was removed. So I am his foster mother. Yep. His legal guardian. Until his father dies.
1: Uh, I'm getting off track here. (laughs) I, I... I like that that was a different one. A different kind of neighborhood story. Yeah. Someone's stealing someone's cat. Yeah.
0: We had a lot of neighborhood drama this week, but I don't feel like I should share it because I don't want to. Oh. Yeah. You're good. You're good. I'll put on. We can do it on Patreon. Anyways. Say hi to Snapchat. Hi, Snapchat. Oh. Hi, Snapchat. How is it? How is it? How's the spaghetti? I don't know. I thought it was, like, your own personal Snapchat.
1: There's Tony. Hi, Tony. And there's Jessie. Jessie. Goodbye. Bye. Sorry.
0: That was... <laughs> okay. <laughs> like how I changed my tone. Stupid. You're like, oh, hi. <laughs> <Come> Snapchat.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. You're good interesting neighborhood drama my neighborhood drama consists of a lot of fireworks that have traumatized my two-year-old now she's afraid of loud noises thanks i ran into that one of
0: my old neighbors that just recently moved at the gas station and i told him about our neighborhood drama
1: and he's like i don't miss that it's so annoying i know Guys, does any okay? Does anyone in Alaska like to set off fireworks, like big, expensive fireworks, in the middle of the day, or it, when it's just still like, light out?
0: Mid, like a very. Yeah, it's,
1: it's clearly an expensive firework because it's very loud and it, it's one of the pretty ones. But like, why are you blowing and up And you your can't money in really see it. And waking my children up and making at them at ten cry. o'clock at night when yeah. it's still so light out. Whatever. Anyway, so I have a. Special are we, are Are you done with the neighborhood drama? Do you have any more? I think I'm done with neighborhood drama for today. Thank you.
0: I've, I've had don't. enough.
1: I've had enough. We can go on now.
0: We can move on.
1: Um, so I started this. Did you just whack your tail at me on purpose? Woo! It's fine. Um... <laughs> So last week, I, as I told you, I had started a couple different stories, and this one I kind of wanted to finish. So, yeah, I am doing the Ryman Auditorium, um, aka the original grand old Opry. <gasps> so, how exciting! Tennessee, yeah, yeah, yep. Nashville. oh my gosh, yes, Brie. um, so the stop crying. So it was built in 1892 by a Thomas Ryman. Um, Thomas was—I uh, <laughs> <laughs> have a hole he in there. Oh. <laughs> Uh He was a wealthy businessman, and uh, that was by day. And then by night, he was like a party guy, drink, mm-hmm. and you know, was like in the night scene. Um, he owned multiple saloons and a fleet of riverboats. And in 1885, while in town, he attended a tent revival, which is like a, t- a church service. Like in a tent. Like a traveling church service. Gotcha. Um, and it was held by a guy named Sam Jones. Some have traveling circuses. Some have tra- travel traveling churches. churches. Um, you know, just depends on what your thing is. I, I want to know...
0: I want to know more about that. Do you have more information about that? Because I want more information about that. I think
1: it was pretty common then. Okay. Yeah. I don't think it was that uncommon. It sounds very culty. Yes, it does. I agree. I thought so too. So after attending this church service, he was immediately inspired to change his life and put it into perspective. Okay. Um, He banned drinking on all of his riverboats and closed up shop with anything having to do with alcohol. And he was now like a religious guy. Mormon. Changed his life. Um, do it. He told Sam Jones, the reverend, that that guy would no longer have to preach in tents anymore whenever he was in town. And so he put down a down payment for a uh, a church called oh. the, which would be called the Union Gospel Tabernacle. Tabernacle. It's a mouthful.
0: But why does tabernacle sound like um?
1: almost like a christmas cookie yeah it does <laughs> <laughs> try the tabernacles they have cinnamon have, on them have
0: you had have you had any of the tabernacles they have a
1: great little crunch
0: they have a nice crunch love the tabernacle love the
1: cinnamon in it can we just make some cookies this year for our christmas episode and call them tabernacles absolutely awesome uh, so, so uh, the building took seven years to construct, and it costed $100,000, which equals out to $3,015,926 today. Thank you, I was going to ask. Yeah, it was way above budget. That was a lot of money. Yeah, especially church. for then, $100,000. So, Sam insisted uh, that the building be named after Thomas Ryman, because, you know, he's the one who put like started the process and had it put up and everything and he's like sure. you know it ought to be named after you and he's like nah we're gonna we're gonna name it the union gospel tabernacle instead it's way easier to say <laughs> way makes the ugt the ugt of t- of t- it's t- a ugt of 10 a you know me ugt <laughs> <laughs> i'm so glad that you did that um so blah 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 After the completion, the first concert was held on May 4th. Concert? Uh, Yes. It was, um, they had lots of things going on there, not just church services. Sure. So they had a concert there. Typical church. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's just a place. Um, They had a concert there held on May 4th in 1892. And I know May 4th is not necessary to say, but, you know, may the 4th be with you. So it was a charity benefit and was quite the rager and like a ton of people came but it actually ended up losing money so like how? the money that they gained from it i guess just so many people showed up and what? it ended up costing them more money in like food and stuff oh it's because so they I'm were guessing. giving the food away i don't know i have no idea how they someone ended doesn't know how money. to do business i know right <laughs> Uh, later that month on the 30th, uh, Reverend Steward, standing in place for Sam Jones, came to preach and 4,000 people filled the building.
0: Holy smokes. Yeah. How yeah, big I'll...
1: was this church? It, it was big, but not that. Like, it was packed. And um, so it it was becoming really, really popular. And they were realizing we don't have the capacity for all these people. I feel like it was like a, the this is like the first mega church. Right? Yeah. Oh, my God. I need to watch all those that mega church uh documentary thing oh yeah Yeah. i think it's on netflix it was becoming big and they didn't have the capacity for all these people in 1897 after hosting a reunion of confederate vets they were the, the confederate vets were so happy with their experience that they actually provided the funds um to build a balcony which gave them more room for more people and it was named the Confederate Gally- Gallery and was the spot for, like, rowdy crowds to hang out. So, like, Sounds all the party right. people were up there. All the proud boys are there yeah, now. Yeah, they were super loud and obnoxious. <laughs> On December 23rd, 1904, Thomas Ryman died, and his funeral was held at the Tabernacle, where 4,000 people attended. Dang. Sam Jones, of course, was there, and he spoke at the service in an honor. What? Go ahead. In honor of uh, Mr. Ryman, he took a vote, and everybody agreed to change the name of the UGT <laughs> to the Ryman Auditorium.
0: Um, My question was going to be, was the balcony inside or outside? Inside. So it was like a typical church balcony. Yeah, gotcha.
1: yeah, or like a, I guess like a- Like a theater? Yeah, theater, yeah. Okay. That makes more sense. So, even though the sole purpose of the building was for, like, worship, many other events were held here to pay off debts. And from, it was from, like, concerts to public meetings to plays. Even boxing matches were held here. Interesting. Ryman had it all. You um, could
0: praise Jesus on a Sunday afternoon and then watch
1: your boxing on Monday night. You sure can. Finally, in 1943, the Ryman Auditorium was used for the Grand Old Opry. And I'm just going to stop it there so many people say i'm done i was like what the (laughs) heck uh grand old opry is like a a place for like it went on the radio and whatnot and lots of country singers went there and sang there and a lot of people started to believe that it was cursed because um many people who were associated with the building had tragic untimely deaths elvis presley actually yeah uh he did sing there so yeah he did die on the toilet he did oh that's right yeah he died on the toilet Poor marilyn Alice. monroe she didn't sing i don't think she no just happy birthday um so <laughs> i'm gonna mention some of the some of the examples okay. on july 30th. oh sorry yeah <laughs> i've got you dude So, on July 31st, 1915, Thomas Ryman Jr. This one wasn't listed in the examples, but I thought it was worth mentioning. So, Thomas Ryman Jr., Thomas Ryman's son, was killed. It wasn't in the auditorium, but he was shot. And he... um, I found it interesting that that same day, a fire started in the basement of the Ryman and, like, destroyed the stage. I bet he... Came Maybe back. the dad was like, "I'm so mad, I'm gonna make fire everywhere. Rage of avenge fire, avenge my son." <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, also, did he did he
0: avenge? Because if the person didn't die, I mean, then. they
1: they no, no, no yeah. he didn't. It did no good. It just made the firefighters have extra work. That makes sense. Um. So also a sh- a string breen, not string bean aikman mm. and his wife were murdered by thieves in 1973 oh in their gosh. own homes okay but i want to know how many people called him string bean
0: i Graham. know <laughs> i know i was like
1: i was like string bean that's a weird name and i was like oh string Breen. brain that's still weird brain uh, Breen. B R E. they just are there before eating it's like string bean but with an r b-r-e-a-n Someone messed up. I know, right? Down at the county. Right? County somebody, records. Somebody messed up his ID. <laughs> uh, also, Ira Louisvin, uh, his wife and two friends were killed in a head-on collision in 1965. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Wait. D- okay. go. Okay. So, I'm sorry.
0: I These people aren't necessarily dying there. But no, they no. They're all there. associated with it. Yes. Gotcha.
1: Sorry. Yes. I was very confused for a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, yeah um i jim reeves died in a plane crash in 1964 Jesus. uh cow, the cowboy kappas randy hayes hawkshaw hawkins and patsy klein also died in a plane crash patsy klein mm-hmm. was part of the cowboy i guess interesting yeah i didn't know that uh, she did her own thing texas i think she did as, as well uh texas ruby fox died of smoke inhalation after her house burned down oh my god! a jack green believed he believed he almost died from the opry jinx is what they all called it um when he was almost hit by two semi trucks on the highway and hank williams jr also almost died in 1975 when he fell off a mountain in montana sounds about right yeah, you know, I'm gonna be, like, see super, that mountain over there. I could see. He probably was super wasted. <laughs> super <laughs> Did you actually jump from this mountain? To I'm that gonna mountain. go jump from the mountain. What's this? You, you see, see that, that mountain over face there? First down.
0: One of these days, I'm gonna die off of that mountain. It's <laughs> <He's laughs> gotta be today.
1: um so that's just a lot of weird things that have happened that's bananas associated with it yeah it's i mean it is a lot of weird like a lot of plane crashes which is surprising
0: (gasps) what have you ever watched the show nashville no uh okay well some people have that aren't just you know lame um in the show Nashville, it's about country artists that are like famous. Yeah. And I think Josh just wanted to watch it. It's really good. I like it. he would probably like it. Um, but one of the country artists, uh it's more drama y. One of the <laughs> famous um artists in the show, her she's like kind of like a like a Carrie Underwood. Yeah. You know, like, portrayed as a famous person like that. Yeah.
1: I think I know who you're talking about. Because I've seen, like, commercials and previous. Yeah, the it.
0: blonde. Mm-hmm. She gets in a car, a uh, plane accident.
1: I bet they did that because Patsy Cline. Maybe. I don't know. Is it an old show? Is it, like, based in an older time? No. It's current. Okay. Yeah, they
0: talk about famous people like Carrie Underwood okay. and Miranda Lambert and stuff.
1: Miranda Lambert? Mm-hmm. We... Uh I can't remember how Sorry. she is involved in something in our family. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's interesting. I don't know. Something with my cousin's bracelet company. I don't know. Anyway, uh, maybe more So I wanna talk about some ghostiness that goes on there since Yay. then. Now uh since this was his building, uh he has to stick around, Mr. Sure. Ryman. You make sure everything goes exactly smoothly, yeah. And everybody's you know got their ankles covered and whatnot. Ankle, <laughs> I was so confused for a second. <laughs> there's no, there's no like dirtiness going on, no drinking around here. So, yeah, exactly. So, stories go all the way back to the 1900s, which I thought was really neat. Wow, um, which was not long after his death. The Ryman Auditorium was putting on uh, one of the stories involves the Ryman putting on somewhat of like a risque show called the called carmen i'm not sure what it is but apparently it was a little like a burlesque i i don't think so but i think it was just like some things happened in it that were a little inappropriate to his that would have been inappropriate to his taste and with him being old-fashioned and religious Uh he definitely would not have approved at least that's what the crowd right and during the show guests heard like so much commotion and things banging around behind the stage to the point to where people were complaining that they could not hear the show and it went on like the entire time and there and it's occurred more than once has it when there was nothing going on like usually when bad shows would happen i guess or whenever things that he would likely not approve of would happen there
0: my question was um is sorry uh like they look behind and there's nothing. oh going yeah, on. yeah, 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 interesting. Yeah.
1: There's not someone back there banging around and stuff. Oh, snap. Uh, also for many years, a gray man, they come up with the greatest names um has been spotted on numerous occasions, usually not during performances but after closing or while maintenance workers are there. oh man. um Workers have claimed to have seen him sitting up in the balcony after the audience has left and sometimes at rehearsals. Oh my gosh. Um, then, once they go up there, like, oh, someone's up here spying to see this rehearsal, they'll go out there to try to catch them and they're not there. He's There's not no one gay. there. Because he's gray. He's gray. He blends in. Yeah. Apparently, the upholstery's gray. Um, but that's where the confederates sat and they wore gray uniforms that was their uniform so they think that maybe it was like a confederate soldier or something oh yeah creepy uh another spirit that's been reported is the lady again another classy name very very original great job yeah uh which is believed to be patsy klein she (gasps) has been seen and heard singing on stage oh my god i think that's really neat i love that so much she's like still doing what she loves i guess
0: yeah um in
1: 1943 core crew members heard footsteps coming from inside the empty theater and as they looked up they could see dust dropping down at the edges of the ceiling panels as like the footsteps were going like someone was walking upstairs <gasps> and they like they're like dipped out. Bye. I don't like that. Yeah. Uh, also, while rehearsing a Bill Anderson, I'm not sure who that is. Don't kill me, guys. I don't listen to that much country music. My husband does. And I don't know names of singers, so shame. Um, He was strumming his guitar to his favorite Hank Williams song. I know who that is. And when suddenly the building blacked out with no explanation at all, no like switch or no like uh, things were, no breakers were flipped or anything like that, no storms were going on. What the heck? No explanation at all. And he described it as like an eerie feeling. Ew. Also, a white mist was seen on stage by an employee suspected to be Hank Williams. Not the employee, the white mist. Hank has. He also got kicked out of there too. Like he was not allowed to return back to the Grand Old Opry, and they think that they see him so often there because he's like out of spite. Like I can be here now. I'm dead now.
0: And it's the mist (laughs) from all of his weed that he's smoking.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hank has also been seen in the alley behind the Ryman that leads to a cocktail lounge called Tootsie's, which he would often visit between sets. I love that. And lastly, Hank's voice has been heard singing in the auditorium, and heard like heard his songs playing on stage all by themselves with no explanation. Like a full like you can
0: clearly hear yeah, his very, song. Yeah,
1: people say clearly like you can hear someone clearly singing in there, and also people say Patsy Cline's voice has been heard as well. Um, so that's there wasn't too many paranormal things. It's just a little eerie little things I'd in there going that. on. Yeah, I thought that was neat. Um, as of today, the Ryman Auditorium is still popular. It's a popular venue for entertainment. You can still go there, and it is open to the public for guided and self guided tours. And I believe it's also a stop on a ghost tour in Nashville. We could so, have to go there. Yeah, definitely. It it sounds pretty cool. Yeah. And apparently, it's really pretty, and it's kept up. Really oh, I'm well. sure. So that is uh, the Ryman Auditorium. Thank you. AKA the old Grand grand old opry but now the grand old opry has moved to a new building because they needed to move it for bigger bigger reasons yeah sound church anymore there you go thank yeah, you yeah it still for has sure. pews in it oh my god yeah apparently it's really uncomfortable like i was trying <laughs> to find yelp reviews and i couldn't find any scary ones but everybody was like it's a great place to go they put on great shows but beware you're gonna be uncomfortable so get used to standing the entire time because <laughs> the pews are uncomfortable
0: i love that Do you want me to tell you my story? Okay. So, you might already know this story. Okay. And when I was looking up a specific theme for this story this week, um, surprisingly, there's not, like, a whole lot of details about white-collar crimes, surprisingly. Okay. Uh,
1: There's, like... That is surprising, actually.
0: Yeah. And... Probably because it's not as entertaining. I, I'm not sure. But I was looking up, like, major white-collar crimes, da-da-da-da, and maybe it was the way I was researching it. I'm not sure, but, like, I would get, like, two or three paragraphs, and that was it. All right. Uh, surprisingly, actually, FBI gave more details. Like, the FBI website oh. gave more details than, like, news articles. Oh, that's surprising. So... Yeah, but it wasn't, like, enough for me, so I went a different route, who, because he was recently um, exposed by Netflix, uh, there was a lot more details about this gentleman. Oh. So, that's why you might know it, because you watched it this oh. week. So, I'm going to tell you about Daniel Rig Maiden. Nice! Yes. <laughs> yes. So, um, obviously, I watched the web of make-believe, Death, Lies, and the Internet. Okay. And I watched that a couple days ago or, yeah, a couple days it's ago. It's really interesting. It's
1: so interesting. It's very fascinating. And, and Kind of like, I, I hate to say it, but you're kind of kind of root for some of them. I know, right?
0: Because <laughs> yeah, like, the government sucks. They're, <laughs> so, they're
1: so smart. And they, they like. They are. Man. Anyway. Sorry. Yeah.
0: So, um, and it's not like he was stealing from other companies. Kill anyone? Yeah. But.
1: Spoiler alert. Sorry. Yeah.
0: So, uh, there was a couple other websites that I was able to get more information from. So, Daniel Rigmaiden was born in, in Monterey, California on September 8th, 1980. Okay. Um, and his parents, David and Mary Jane uh, our David and Mary Jane Rigmaiden. His dad was an engineer and his mom I believe was like a, a stay at home mom uh, and he had a brother named Sean. The two seemed to grow up in an angry environment. It wasn't a positive place to live. Okay. Uh, Daniel would hang out with other neighborhood kids. They would find places to skate until the police would run them off because there's no place to skate at that time in those in those years. Um, the good days. <laughs> I, I wouldn't know. Seriously. I always wanted to be able to skate. I, I loved skating. S- skateboarding or? Just skating. Oh, I know how to skate. I would always blade. I wanted, I always wanted to learn how to skateboard.
1: Oh, yeah, same.
0: Yeah. It was so cool. I
1: had the outfit for it.
0: Me too, me too. I was
1: like the punk girl. You were yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. The grungy.
0: Yeah. Um. One of his friends in the documentary that I watched, the Web of Lives or Web of Make Believe uh, mentioned Daniel would do things we would talk about. He had like no fear. So they would be like, Oh, yeah, let's go jump off that bridge. And then he would go do it anyways. <laughs> you know, like, nice. He'd be like, Bet, <laughs> do it. So he always took things to the next level. Um, and something I did learn is somehow during his childhood and into his young adult life, Daniel learned to hate the government and like how it ran lots of people do yeah i did <laughs> one the other day but that guy killed somebody Yeah. So. uh he graduated high school in 1999 and at one point he was arrested for shoplifting he was at the courthouse and he pled guilty to it he was told to do community service and probation he um he walked out of the out of the courthouse into his car and when he was getting in the police officer pulled up and said he wanted to search his vehicle and the officer found um, a stack of hotel receipts that didn't belong to him, so he was arrested for account fraud or or um, yeah. bank fraud. Yeah,
1: I forgot about that.
0: Yeah, and I really don't know how that's illegal.
1: I mean, I I, I know like their credit card, the but the like the last four, the on, last everything four else is it. blacked out. Yeah, but maybe like that somehow they can get it.
0: Yeah, I like wasn't. they
1: have the name of, like, the the, what person. kind of card. Yeah, and then the person's name. Yeah, it
0: was really interesting because it had, like, their address. It just makes you wonder the... what,
1: like, they can get online. Yeah.
0: From, like, little bits little of information. Little bits of information, yeah. And someone had given it to him. So it was really interesting. I was like, how is that illegal? Yeah. But I don't know. Uh, also, that makes me wonder, like, I throw away a lot of receipts. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Yeah so. we're really particular about what we do with our mail Yeah I mean yeah, same I definitely normally don't. shred it we, Yeah we don't do anything with our mail We just either burn it or keep it's it for like three ever. years
0: It's just interesting <laughs> Yeah that. Ugh. Um, Or when you tell them like I don't need a receipt Nope Are they keeping it? Oh I, I did that today
1: <sighs> Dang it Please guy at hardware store Don't get my receipt I don't have any money anyway
0: yeah good luck with that one yeah um so i don't know but the documentary mentioned it so sorry i'm
1: gonna stop you go ahead the guy at the hardware store was whenever i came up to him to check out he was sitting there playing on his phone like super obvious like you'd think that someone would be like like try to hide it because they'd be afraid of getting in trouble that would be me But he was like, sorry, I was playing a game on my phone. And I was like, oh, that's cool. There was no one else there. It was fine. It wasn't a big deal. But, like, I just know I would hide it. And he's like, it gets really boring here. He's like, we don't get a lot of people (laughs) coming in that often. He's like, especially this, whenever it's raining out. He's like, you should see the wintertime. And I was like, and I was wearing my sweatshirt. I was Uh like, you should listen to a podcast. And he just, like, stares at me. And I was going to bring up our podcast. And he just, like, stares at me like, like, The most blank stare, like, I don't listen to podcasts, lady. And I'm just like, why not? It's fine.
0: He's probably like, she's so woke. I
1: was like, or put you to sleep. It'd be fine. Never mind. Bye. Have a nice day. There's also podcasts that put you to sleep. Yeah. Called- ASMR. We do that sometimes in our podcast. I don't know why I'm talking like this. Anyway, back to Amy's story. That's how Brie talks
0: uh, when she gets a hardware source and talks to strangers. Um, Uh, so I also, oh, I tried to find out what happened to that arrest or more information about these receipts, but I couldn't find anything besides him mentioning it in the documentary. So it made me wonder if it happened when he was actually a minor because, uh, I couldn't find anything about it besides the documentary and, uh. Unfortunately, d- the documentary didn't mention how old he was okay. at that time. So blah, blah, blah. Uh, he served three months and was released. Then they lowered the sentence to a misdemeanor, and he was told to serve three more months. And he's like, "Bet." He took off.
1: He ran away.
0: <gasps> so he
1: like jumped bail, or, he, or, or... yes, okay. or not
0: bail, not jumped bail, but he he there was a warrant out for his arrest. Oh, okay, and he ran away.
1: Oh, okay. So I he don't became a that.
0: Uh, fugitive from the jail sentence. He, he decided at that point that he wasn't going to be Daniel anymore. And he wanted to become someone else, not in like a new life, new me right. thing, but like, like hide my identity. Exactly. Hide yeah. my identity. Type I'm of running way.
1: from the law now.
0: Exactly. Uh, so his first identity he became was uh, Chris Don Nelly. He rented an apartment and started selling IDs online. He would make fake, fake IDs and then just basically couch surf from college town to college town along the California t- coast, I almost said California toast, selling fake IDs.
1: <laughs> it's probably a good, a good market for that too then. Well, and and, and along colleges, obviously.
0: Well, exactly. I said he chose college towns because it was easy to sell yeah. IDs to the younger students and he was able to have fun while he could. That's one of the reasons. So that's one of the reasons why he chose college towns, and he was very careful to not tell anyone. Kind of sad. I know. Yeah. but he was also careful not to tell anyone he would, you know, get semi close to about who he really was. Right. And it wasn't like he changed his entire personality. He still ha- he was still Daniel, but he wasn't. He didn't have that name. So, right. it wasn't like he changed everything about him. He just changed his name. Right. And, like, maybe his date of birth and stuff. So, after a while, he learned from another uh, fraudster, is what I called them, how to file taxes for dead people. Uh, oh. You know, because it, it's a huge problem in the world where dead people are not able to file taxes.
1: <laughs> I've actually heard that recently, like, last year, that that was a thing that people will... Take dead people's money. Yeah. Like people who had just died. That's crazy. Yeah. It's and a
0: thing. Or like they continue to collect social security yeah. for
1: them. Like you would not think Ugh. it's terrible, but at the same time, like, holy cow. I mean I don't wanna get in on that. I'm just kidding. I know I thought about
0: it. <laughs> we have the website. It might be shut down now. <laughs> 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 so kidding. <laughs> He learned how to do this from the other fraudster, Brett Johnson. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Um, they met from a website called Shadow Crew and Counterfeit Library, which, I mean, if you're trying to, like, hide counterfeit information, why are we naming the website yeah. Counterfeit Library? Yeah. Right. <laughs> but... Brett, at the time, had already gotten into trouble with the FBI and was actually working for them now to get other criminals arrested. Right. Because Daniel was so good at making IDs, he was well-known with the bigger people on the message boards of the website. So Daniel was telling Brett, you know, I need some way to make more money than what I'm making right now. And so Brett was like, how do you feel about tax fraud? And Daniel's like, I hate the government. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, <laughs> so Daniel started filing tax re- t- refunds for dead people, and with a few prepaid debit cards, he was able to accumulate two thousand five hundred dollars from the U.S. Treasury on each debit card. Oh my gosh, that
1: makes me. Smell.
0: I know. So and he was like, "Wow, this actually works. Like I'm actually getting money from that the U.S. Crazy. Treasury." Yeah,
1: that's not good though.
0: No, it's bad. <laughs> Uh, Daniel was like, nah, I don't want to sit here and manually enter this information. And in. this is taking way too long to, you know, get these tax returns to these uh, tax return companies. Right. So he actually created a program that would automatically enter all the information the company needed to e-file tax returns. Which is really impressive. That's very impressive. Yeah. Yeah. I he, mean,
1: not, I mean,
0: but it is. It it's is. That's fascinating. Very impressive. Yeah. Uh, He actually had made a database of all the deceased identities also. Um, He had collected company EIN numbers for like employers. From a uh, a different database than the identity of the deceased person from the database that he had made. And he entered it all into the software he created. And then the software would submit it to the different tax return companies like
1: H&R Block and TurboTax, and it filed automatically. That's, how do you do that? I have, we don't even have the capacity to make buzzing noise go off of our (laughs) podcast. Daniel, if you're
0: listening (laughs) to this, can you come help (laughs) us? Come help us
1: with our We don't want money. We just want, Yeah, we will pay you. (laughs) (laughs) You can get a cut of my tax return, like 10 bucks
0: you know what i will let you file my taxes next year <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it you help with
0: the buzzing <laughs> so he would then take the prepaid debit cards that he had you know assigned to each of these returns and go from atm to atm to withdraw the money with the cash he would stack them in ten thousand and Fifty thousand increments. Wrap them up and store them in a storage
1: unit or his apartment. Yeah, I know how that is.
0: Yeah, I have
1: a problem with so cash many too. ten thousand increments of money That's everywhere. Like, it's, everywhere. It it, it it's. Oh, I have no room in my pantry. No
0: room. It's starting to look like a Lego it's set so in here cluttered. with money. Yeah. So cluttered. I know.
1: Can somebody come organize my money for me? Also,
0: can someone come organize my money I for can me, someone, please? <laughs>
1: Just also, you have to bring money to organize my money as well. Yeah. So it's required. <laughs> Thank you. Come
0: organize my money for me. Money not supplied. Money not included. <laughs> money
1: not included. <laughs> I was about to drink out of my microphone. Really? He you weren't done. Sorry, babies.
0: So he also purchased a lot of gold coins with the cash and as long as he didn't purchase more than 10,000 coins at a time and it didn't get reported to the IRS
1: which is really smart. Yeah. Like Ron Swanson. Yes. He had he had a lot of gold buried. He's doing it. He's doing his
0: lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's barely getting if his thing was scooted over just a little bit more. Sorry, Leon um so unfortunately for him some atms and debit cards he had would only allow so many withdrawals at a time or so much allotted at a time so some days he would spend eight to ten hours a day going from atm to atm withdrawing he went
1: to like different ones yeah okay that's what i wonder inside the documentary like they showed him at like one gas which was obviously a reenactment yeah they showed him at, like, one gas station, but, like, did he go to, like, different places? He would go to like. That from, would make like, the most sense.
0: Uh, Like, go to the gas station, then he would go to the bank, and then he would go to the grocery store, and this and that, and, like, all over town just making his rounds. Right. So, crazy.
1: Such a busy day of getting money. I know. Poor Darn.
0: thing. You know, he could spend that time entering the information, but he's not. Instead, he's collecting right. the money. So he reported that the most he had withdrawn in one day was roughly thirty thousand dollars. Jesus, know that's like how much I make in a year,
1: like my car. I know
0: <laughs> I make more than thirty thousand, but yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I would have stopped when I was ahead, but whatever. Maybe like a hundred grand. He just gotten out. Yeah,
1: retired. Yeah, retired. And maybe coming back in like another. 20 years
0: when you run out of money yeah yeah
1: or just don't blow all your money in one wad i mean that's true
0: <laughs> so in order to get the tax returns daniel had was having the ma- money deposited onto these prepaid debit cards so that's how he would get the money obviously but in order to get the prepaid debit cards because he can't just have one you have to have a separate one for each
1: right account. Yeah, yeah yeah holy cow it's probably like so many. Yeah, I wonder how many. From one, had. I,
0: I shouldn't, I shouldn't say that that's exactly what it happened. But from what I was reading and from the documentary, that's what it sounded like. Right. But maybe like you could have a couple without a couple um, debit cards linked to multiple people. Yeah, you could have more
1: than one account on a. Yeah.
0: Yeah, without the, um, IRS being fl- flagged yeah yeah. i'm not entirely sure but that's what it sounded like yeah. so um so in but in order to get the prepaid debit cards they had to be mailed somewhere right so in 2007 a man by the name of ransom carter which why are we naming children ransom <laughs> Rented a P.O. box at the UPS store and the UPS store reported to the FBI of multiple prepaid debit cards envelopes addressed to multiple people. Because, like, all these bank cards are getting sent to this right one person's P.O. box and they're like, that's weird. Why is Johnny D. and... Why are they all getting debit cards Carter's- to, the same ad-
1: to the same address? Yeah, exactly. I'm so glad that you're going over this because I was not listening through half for- through that ending part of that whole. Oh, like yeah. You're going through all the parts that mm-hmm. I was getting distracted in because the oh, girls were perfect. waking up from their naps. Yeah, perfect.
0: So they're like, that's super weird. And um, there were hundreds of tax returns being deposited into these prepaid debit cards lab- labeled. Super,
1: super sketchy looking.
0: Carter Tax and Accounting. So the FBI is like,
1: oh my gosh, we have this guy. Carter Ransom.
0: Yeah. We found the money. But as soon as they found where Ransom Carter was, he was already gone. So that was a dead end. Over time, the FBI ended up taking... How discouraging. O- I know. Um, They also learned, though, that Carter ran- Ransom Carter was not the they called him the hacker they learned like this is not the actual guy this is like a guy that worked for him he's going by another name. well and they found out that he was working for the hacker like the way i don't know how to explain it like the way that they had like a tear like a tree yeah 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 they realized like he's not the hacker he's just someone like a bystander working for him
1: so going by another name
0: correct and so they also realized that they could easily because they have like cis that work for him or work for the fbi already in the the fraud like message boards and stuff they're like we can easily take on this role of ransom carter
1: Like, like basically going undercover
0: yes okay that's actually what I said. I said, over time, the FBI ended up taking on the role of Ransom Carter. They were going undercover by earning Daniel's trust. So they were giving Daniel small payouts, but never the full amount that he had, quote unquote, earned from the tax returns. So which he was getting super irritated with this um, and impatient because he's like, where's my money? Like, you owe me my money. You're supposed to be giving me my money. Where is it? And so he's like, you need to give me my $68,000 that you owe me. So.
1: Okay. Give me my $68,000. You know what? <laughs> Don't be greedy.
0: Insane. So. And it was from the tax fraud. Right. Thing. So he told his employee that he was was actually the CI, to package the $68,000 in cash after it had been washed in a, I said salt, but I know it's not the word salt. It's like a solution. Solvent? Yes, yeah, solvent. Thank you. Um, that would not alert search dogs, then double wrap in heat sealed packaging, then place it inside a toy, then wrap that in wrapping paper with a birthday card on top. Jeez. So, it looked like a present that was right. going to a sick, sick kid. You just
1: didn't want a drug dog to find it. Exactly. Because all oh, money has cocaine on it. Apparently. Exactly. <gasps> i got to stop licking my dollar bills. <laughs> Dang it. That's <laughs> why I get so excited. That's why it I get like so money. excited. That's why everybody
0: loves money. Oh, that <gasps> makes sense. That's why. We're all addicted to cocaine. Money. Money. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> so, they were to ship the box to a 24-7 FedEx Kinko's in California and the package pickup person name would be Patrick Stout.
1: Short Stout. Got it. This guy picked the greatest names.
0: I know! <laughs> so, they sent the money. And the FBI scouted the FedEx for hours and They knew it was coming. They knew that he was going to be going to the specific, or somebody.
1: So they were, they were like, they had a couple guys at different locations and in-
0: it was this, because he gave them the address of this, uh, this oh, okay, FedEx, because okay, okay. you have to have it mailed to a so specific they place. said people, like, staking out. Correct. Gotcha. And they actually thought it was going to be going to, like, an apartment or a house, and they're like, great, a FedEx. Oh, cool. it's a 24-7.
1: You have to money. wait for forever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For hundreds of people to come in and come out. Exactly. Which is actually really smart. I mean. Pick a public place. The guy's smart. Yep.
0: So... Um, they waited for a long while, and it wasn't until 5 a.m. the next day, a young man showed up and retrieved the package, and when it, he made it a very specific point to not touch anything in that store besides the package, and even, like, opening the door, he, like, used, like, his sleeve, and getting out, he pushed with his back, and when he signed for the package, he used his own pen and didn't even place his oh, hand on the paper. That's smart, yeah. He was smarty pants. And the surveillance so camera didn't get any
1: fingerprints, right? Correct. Okay. What? So he didn't get like any fingerprints, correct. right? Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, I said correct, <laughs> like a question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the surveillance camera wasn't able to pick up his face very clearly because of what he was wearing. So. He's just like a really smart guy. I would want him. He thought in, of
1: a lot of things.
0: You know what he'd be really good at? He'd be good on the team of Ocean 11 or yeah, Ocean 10. Yeah, he would. 10. Yeah. Yeah, he would. So Daniel, when he left the store, he knew he was being followed. So because it was actually Daniel who did it. Uh, he, like, would do double crossing of the street, go separate ways. He would, you know, go left four times, that sort of thing, to lose the agents. And he ended up ducking behind an alleyway and takes out the cash, takes the cash from the package, and then takes off running to a train station and boards the train. <laughs> And the FBI's were, like, seconds behind him. Right. XBI FBI agents were... <laughs> we didn't plan for this. Well, and they didn't, because they thought he was going to pull up in a car and not walk. Yeah, And course. they didn't think he was going to take a, a train. train. Who,
1: does, who goes on well, a train? Well,
0: and that's... Something in the documentary, they said, they're like, who takes a train in California? Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. He does.
1: Oh, it was in California, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I would think it'd be, like, New York or something if you go take a train, like, a subway. Yeah,
0: yeah. exactly. No, but this... This train is, like, a little bit different than a subway, but it's very similar. Okay. It's, like, outside. Oh, okay. So.
1: I've never been on a train before.
0: Me either. Except
1: for the airport. I been,
0: yeah, I've been on, like. <laughs>
1: Atlanta. I've been on the Atlanta train. That's oh, a tram. Really? you been on an Atlanta train? Train? Wow. Train? Anyway. Sorry. I've uh, finished my beer now, if you can tell.
0: I have been on a train in Disney World. and Disneyland. Oh,
1: it goes around the whole park. Oh, I haven't been on that. I could have been on that. I could have gone. Apparently, that goes to resorts. No, that's no? a monorail. Okay, because we went, we stayed at a resort whenever we were there last time, and we took a bus to all the parks.
0: The, the monorail goes to a couple different. But,
1: but apparently, we had like we were able to take the monorail to things. Yeah, and we didn't know it.
0: Mm-mm. Yeah. Where'd you stay? What resort did you stay at? Pop Century monorail doesn't go to pop century oh no okay no.
1: well apparently we had access to it or something i don't know if we were allowed to take it between parks or what yep oh yeah From we were allowed to like we were afraid to like leave the park because we were afraid that we wouldn't be able to come back we had like four day passes or five day passes you didn't
0: have park hoppers
1: we did you could have left we did back. we were afraid to we were like darts. the minute we leave we can't come back we're done but oh, we, were okay cause we were okay cuz we were newlyweds, so we spent like all of our time in the pool at the at the hotel afterwards. We went to like, oh, the park yeah. super early, did all the rides and then went back to the hotel, drank and swam. Yeah.
0: You got that's cute. ate a bunch of food.
1: Yeah. No, fell you fell a bush.
0: <laughs> huh? I
1: fell on a bush. <laughs> you fell on a bush. I thought you
0: said I don't know what I thought we you had said. This,
1: we had this like really strong wine that his parents gave us. It's like really strong. It was, was it like, port? No. It was like, I, I want to say it was like 13 to 18%. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was really strong. And I drank like two glasses by myself. And we were going to, because we had like meal plans and everything. Mm-hmm. We were going to the cafeteria to go get food. And I fell into a bush on my way to it. And I was like, ho, oh, that's so
0: embarrassing it's, for you.
1: Oh, I, it was so much fun though. <laughs> <laughs> so fun. I fed Josh mashed potatoes apparently
0: because <laughs> he can't eat them on his own no. like the baby he is. Like a
1: baby. Yeah. Open,
0: you want your mashed potatoes. <laughs> anyway,
1: so Yeah, you
0: can take the monorail from <sighs> different, um from Epcot to Hollywood Studios. It's oh, a
1: really big. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And, but you can also
0: take them from um deluxe resorts to the the parks
1: and if anybody plans on going on a disney trip you should you should message us for advice for amy because amy can give you all the ins and outs
0: i will i will give you all the ins and outs in exchange for a patreon subscription
1: yep one month of patreon subscription two months of a patreon subscription (laughs) equals and if you want me to go with you and be your tour guide barbie Uh, That requires a uh, ticket. Oh, I was going to say a ticket to Disney. (laughs) That would be equal.
0: A whole year of next door neighbor Patreon subscription is only $60. There we go. Boom. And I will go with you. Yep. There you go.
1: After you buy the ticket.
0: Anyway. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Okay. Anyways, that was a tangent. So. so he took the train, blah, 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 um, and just like that, sixty-eight thousand dollars went poof. After receiving the sixty-eight thousand dollars, Daniel decided that he should get off the grid and do some backpacking. So he did that and took things slow. Makes sense. Yeah, um, should have
1: done that a while ago.
0: And he, and also he decided that he should really, um retire this tax fraud scheme yes you should have done that a while ago yeah so the fbi's uh ci told daniel uh he had a friend in the baking industry that would look the other way so he could have all of his money deposited into one account instead of like all these different debit cards and on top of that if he had any money stuck in any accounts that he couldn't access because they're on hold right. or for whatever reason, um, if he sent them the information, they could, he would have access to that money and the money would be released. And so Daniel was like, that's such a good idea, which I think I wrote in my notes. That was Daniel's biggest mistake. So, I mean, obviously, besides committing the tax fraud, but uh, I was like, that's That's where he went wrong. Yeah. One of the one of the things. Yeah. 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 But the amount in claim, uh, the amount in claims Daniel had submitted was over five million dollars. And the total amount he had received so far, including frozen accounts, was one point nine million dollars. Yeah. So Daniel would would Use spoofing IP addresses Please don't ask me what that is It's like basically like fake IP it's fake. Ad- yeah Yeah like it says like it's here But then it's like oh just yeah. kidding it's Australia It's in England it's in here yeah. So that's basically the gist Of what I got from it so he couldn't Track uh, the actual Location of where the email is being sent I should say he meaning The FBI Daniel slipped up and and one time, it didn't block the IP address of oh, an no. email he sent, leading the FBI to a Verizon Air card. Oh, no. And the IP address leading, led the FBI to Which a...
1: Verizon Air card. So old. Oh, yeah. For people, younger people listening. <laughs> yeah. That's how you get internet wireless.
0: That's, that's how you used to get your
1: Wi-Fi. Yeah, If Wi-Fi. you weren't,
0: weren't home. You
1: a, plug a card into the computer.
0: <laughs> yep. And you had to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> so I forgot I didn't put that in there, and I figured we were t- we would talk yeah. about it. Um, so the IP address led the FBI to a Travis Rupert in the Bay Area of California,
1: and um, it's so weird that he stayed in California. To me, yeah, it's I, weird that he didn't like go to different.
0: States, I mean, California was even, like
1: is like the party state. But yeah, but like like you'd think that he would move around to keep them like off of like just to reassure that they'd stay off his tail.
0: I would think so too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the other guy. But maybe it's because he didn't own a vehicle. <laughs> just don't go to Disney, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he didn't own a vehicle. Yeah, possible.
1: I don't Especially know. Especially since he like was known. Well, he didn't couch surf. Right, yeah. No, he did. Time okay he
0: couch surfed that scares um, me so
1: much when they do that
0: i'm sorry okay. um travis had filed an identity theft the real travis filed uh, filed identity theft claim and actually the id used to open that appeal box that daniel used which one's travis was, uh so the the ip address led to an fbi to a travis Ruber in the bay area
1: of california okay 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 and so
0: i just mentioned that the it was real just travis another address okay so the real Travis, uh, I just mentioned, he filed identity th- theft.
1: Okay, okay, sorry.
0: Uh, and so they took, they went and looked at, they went down to the post office and they were like, "All right, well, this address is going to the PO box to a enter- oh, Travis Rupert. All right, fine, but." But the ID that the, he used to open up the P.O. box was fake. Okay, okay. Using the air, the Verizon Air card tracking through the cell towers, they were able to locate Daniel's apartment in Santa Clara. So, poor Daniel. When interviewing the apartment manager and the investigating... And investigating, they were able to determine that the manager had never met Daniel in person and the ID that he used to rent the apartment was under Stephen Travis Bronner, which when I wrote that, I thought it said Travis Barker. And I was like, that's funny, but that's not. I had to look back and (laughs) I was like, I wrote that wrong. Um, But the photo was the same person as the person in the FedEx store. So they're like, we have a match. So the CI emails Daniel and says, Hey, your next cut is $352,000. And Daniel's like, Yay!
1: Payday.
0: But just like before, Daniel's like, Do exactly how I told you before and the toy and Birthday the wrapping present. and right. wash it and all this stuff. So they're like, All right, this is a big deal. And by this point, they knew exactly where they're to drop it off at this FedEx place. And they had everyone everywhere, FBI agents everywhere tracking the fbi uh the fedex place watching his apartment people in between the apartment and his place like they had people everywhere watching for him and they waited four days after that after this this package had quote unquote been delivered August 3rd, 2008, Daniel leaves his apartment and an FBI agent is tracking him. Daniel catches on that he was being followed, so he takes off running and loses the agent. But with help from the local Santa Clara Police Department, they were able to track him down and arrest him. So while in custody, Daniel didn't care for his court-appointed defense attorney, which... Why didn't you, I guess he wouldn't have the money. The money would have been seized. Right. I was going to say, why didn't you hire a lawyer? Yeah, you
1: have all this money. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. That it makes would have sense. been seized. Yeah. Right.
0: So he didn't care for his att- a defense attorney. So he's like, you're not being very help- helpful. You're not answering the questions that I'm asking. So Daniel fires him and he ends up becoming his own attorney. Like
1: Ted Bundy. Didn't Ted Bundy do that? Yeah. <laughs> Which so, I mean like he, he probably is smart enough to do it.
0: Oh heck yeah. yeah.
1: Well he was. Yeah. Because Daniel scored didn't have a computer in there probably.
0: He didn't have a computer. So he went line by line on all of his investigating files, like everything. He's he was like so worried, like not worried, but like how the heck did they find me? Right. Because there's no way every he did everything that he could to not be found. But I
1: thought it was the Verizon card. It was the Verizon card.
0: Okay. But they shouldn't have been able to access that IP address. Right, 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 Okay. So, that he knew of. Yeah. Correct. So they're like he was like, How? How did how did they find me? And there was one line in an email. From one detective to another that's that mentioned the word stingray so he's like what the heck is a stingray we all know it's an animal in the ocean obviously but um it base but stingray yeah uh basically stingray is a simulated cell tower stimulated cell tower that collects information from a person in question from their IP address that is given, and other mobile devices in the area, so it's like a hotspot,
1: right? Uh, Essentially, like a hotspot you can like connects you. Well, it like it's like a hotspot that runs in the way, like pretends to be the cell tower, right? Yes. Okay.
0: And it collects all it's of a the mock information. Hot spot. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, a mock hotspot, <laughs> and it collects all the information that you're sending in and why not. So what he learned is the FBI didn't have a warrant to use a Stingray. Okay, which was going to be his entire argument for him to not be. And indicted. that
1: would that was something that wasn't like known by public, right? Correct.
0: A Stingray. Even nowadays, like I didn't know what a Stingray yeah, I didn't was either. until yeah. I watched this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even now, like it's, if they use them now still. They do.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, but um. I'll get to that in a second. With all the money they had recovered from Daniel, plus the gold he had purchased, which was uh, $117,000, 230 ounces in gold, and 588 ounces in silver. Oh, my God. Yeah. The government actually made a small profit. Oh, my God. Off of (laughs) This because the gold, his scheme, because the gold had gone up Jeez. in price. It's up
1: <laughs> right now
0: too. They're like, oh wow, thanks, thanks. So, in you get t- a bonus, <laughs> new cars, and new cars for everyone. You get a car, you get a car. You you don't he you like the
1: Oprah, yeah, of convicts, <laughs> <laughs> Oprah of convicts. So in
0: 2014, initially Daniel had pled guilty to life, to a life sentence for 73 counts indictment for for 73 count indictment with the plea deal he was allowed to walk free after already serving 68 months in prison Jeez. waiting for trial How
1: and many years is that
0: it's like five years oh my five gosh. years and like eight months i believe it took yeah.
1: five years for that i thought it was like a year
0: no gosh, five years five sucks. years and eight months
1: that waiting sucks. for trial Well,
0: and you have to think about it. Like, at that point, the DA is just going to keep pushing it and pushing it because they're – I should say the DA, not the defense attorney. The DA,
1: because – District attorney. Okay. Yeah.
0: Both of them are allowed to push it. And so, with such a big case like this, they're going to push it so that they make sure that all of their ducks are in a row. I'm sure that he needed it pushed too. Right. To, get as, to get as much research as he could in. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That makes so, sense. So especially since he was like doing everything without the internet or computers. Yeah,
0: exactly. Although He had a shadow could he, he? he had a shadow attorney. <gasps> someone like basically doing work for him on the outside that okay. he couldn't do okay. and so if he needed something researched he had to wait until his shadow attorney visited that him sucks. then he'd write down the question ask the things to be researched and then his shadow attorney would go and research it on a computer and bring back what the information to
1: write down something that would suck that would really like, suck oh, i'll have to wait another week yeah
0: exactly <laughs> so sucks. i'm sure that's one of the reasons why it took so long but right. i know that I mean, DAs also push stuff out. So, ours didn't because ours was a slam dunk case, but whatever. So, um, at Daniel's sentencing, he had told the court that he had not been a part of society and he had taken the government's money that could have helped others. He wanted to come out of the shadows and join society. Uh, Daniel now works and lives in Phoenix, Arizona. He consults with American Civil... Liberties Union, and other organizations in ongoing litigations against the use of Stingray.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah, so... So he made something out of it. He did. That's cool. Yeah. So he's helping the public.
0: He is helping the public and um, preventing um, the wrong use of Stingray by the
1: See, that's government. what I like about murder... Like non-murder stories, like murders, you can't really like use. You can't take that back. (laughs) Like, okay, cool. So now that you've murdered someone, (laughs) yeah, right. Now that you've stolen all this money and figured out how to screw everybody over, teach us how not to let that happen. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) that's that's really cool. Yeah, they like turned it all around,
0: basically. Correct.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's awesome.
0: That'd be uh, and I don't know. I obviously like. You shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. But, yeah.
1: But at the same time, it's like, a, like a money heist movie where you're just kind of like rooting for the bad guy. Yeah. It's like, oh, come on. Just give it to him.
0: Uh, what is it? Uh, eat the rich. Yeah.
1: <laughs> eat the rich. Robin Hood, man. So Robin from Hood. the rich, give to the poor. Yeah, except for He gave it to all of himself. So. He just gave it to himself. <laughs> he didn't even give it to himself. He, but that's the
0: thing is like, he went camping. Yeah. I would go to like somewhere to where. Disney. Yeah. <laughs> did disney watch the show you guys it's great
1: i went to disney world i
0: went to disney world (laughs) (laughs)
1: like
0: the idiot i am (laughs) oh man it's a good one it's a good what is
1: it called again uh
0: it's called web of Make believe, okay. yeah, and it's on, on Netflix. Netflix. Yep. Yeah, it's very, and good. there's it's like seven episodes. There's a, yeah. There's a, and each episode is like a different story, yeah,
1: different web crime.
0: Yeah, but the last one, the last two episodes, Sing episode Rain. I think it's like seven, and eight, or six and seven, is called Singray, and it's about yeah. this guy and another guy. But very interesting, yeah.
1: yeah. Very interesting makes you think about where your money goes and like who can see you. And, like, whenever you're getting those calls for extended car warranty. I almost, whenever, you know that call I got earlier whenever I had hang up with you? Yeah. You're uh, like, Pensacola. It's, like, the third time Pensacola's called me today because I used to live around that yeah. area. And I was like, all right, I'm going to answer this. Maybe it's a doctor's office or something calling me to ask me about something. And I answer it. And, of course, they they put me on hold. Oh, and then they send me to a call back and then they're like, Oh, hi, thanks for calling back and I'm like, Hi, I didn't call you back. You sent me to this number and they're like, Um, so are you Brianna Schomberg? And I'm like, No, that's not my name. My name's Brianna Schamburg, first of all. think <laughs> you're such a bad. I'm like, That's me and they're like, Uh, do you own this and this and this car? And I'm like, I lied and I was like, No, I don't own that car anymore and they're like okay well what kind of car do you own i was like i'm sorry what did what is this regarding they're like yeah oh it's regarding your extended car warranty and i'm like oh i'm gosh. not interested thanks bye and i almost told them listen to our podcast <laughs> <You're>... <laughs> <laughs> i should start doing that every
0: you time should. a scammer calls me you
1: should <laughs> listen to our podcast what's with the neighbors
0: <laughs> just start talking over
1: them hi have you checked out on your neighbors lately how about check <laughs> listen to the latest podcast? what's with the neighbors thanks for listening bye become your own telemarketer i'm just gonna make a recording and play it every there time there you go i love that great <laughs> uh so um i have a neighborhood story for you perfect that was a great story by the way that's good um so this one is called mouse in a hot pink sweater oh sounds kind of hot Uh, A mouse. A mouse in a hot pink sweater. Okay. This is a serious post, no matter how ridiculous it's about to sound. Okay. Believe me, I'm shaking my head right now. Me too. If anyone happens to see a common field mouse run by in a hot pink sweater, please disregard. It's Gus Gus. (laughs) It's Gus Gus. (laughs) My daughter thought it was smart to save, in quotation marks, a mouse from our cats today and (laughs) proceeded to name it princess karen and put it in a hot pink sweater dot 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 oh. it then jumped after it and was put in a said sweater and escaped In said sweater and escaped oh. no we don't want it back no it is not a pet it, it was just giving everyone in the neighborhood a head i was just giving everyone in the neighborhood a heads up if they happen to come across a mouse in a hot pink sweater <laughs> Is that real? It's 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 a post on like Facebook or something.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like dumbfounded. How did you get How? a sweater on it? Yeah, I know
1: <laughs> little tiny arms.
0: <laughs> I thought that was cute. <gasps> Oh my gosh, it's so Gus Gus. I love it. He's like, oh yes, gus. Cinderella, cinderella dress me all nice and pretty. Gus 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 Gus. gus, gus, gus anyways we're gonna go because we're gonna go play games so bye
1: board games so uh if you haven't heard um you can listen to us on spotify itunes blah blah blah. you know where we can listen to us and please rate and review us um on those two sources that i just mentioned you can do that and it really helps us out also you can follow us on twitter tiktok instagram and snapchat and facebook and we also have a facebook group now um and that's like somewhere we like to interact with all of our listeners and play games. And we've been getting actually a lot of follows this week, so yeah, we that's have. good. Um, but yeah, get into our VIP group. We like to interact with everybody. Um, also, we have a website, What's With the Neighbors and on there you can find a link for everything that
0: she just mentioned, except for our Snapchat, because I just realized we have not put Snapchat it's brand on new now. WWT yeah. and podcast. It's brand new. So. Um, On there, you can find a link to our merchandise, which is um,
1: fun, cool things on there. In the works, so. (laughs) Just bear with us. We might be making some slight changes, guys. We're on the struggle bus right now. Yeah, yeah.
0: But you can also find a link to our Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash WWTN podcast. And for $5 a month, you can get exclusive content with our videos unedited our videos on un- our episodes unedited and videoed lots of fun things that uh you honestly miss out every single week if you're not a patreon you really do, guys and uh for three dollars a month you can get exclusive content and our episodes early um and that's five or three dollars a month it's not much that's less than a cup of coffee nowadays it's less than a gallon of gas less than a pack of gum sometimes Um, yeah so just just check it out and also feel free to slide into our dms with any questions comments or story suggestions once a month we strive to do listener stories so um send in those scary stories or neighborhood stories or true crime if you know about it, that'd be fun to hear about it. If it happened in your hometown, that is at podcast at gmail.com.
1: Oh, can I mention one more thing? Yeah. Before you say, have you checked in on your neighbors lately?
0: I wasn't going to say that.
1: Oh, okay. Sorry. Just, yeah. It's Yeah. You can change it up this episode. <laughs> um, also, we're not sorry for the doorbell noise. You know what? <laughs> Yeah, have gotten multiple, This was not the correction corner. Multiple complaints of the doorbell noise in the beginning of the episode. Just, I don't think, just think it's <laughs> are they complaints or are they just
0: telling us? You know, they're
1: they're not really complaints. They're just more comments of people's dogs barking. Tell us if your dogs are barking. You know what? Maybe they're like rooting for us. Yeah, that's maybe what they're, it like, is. Whoa, what's they're like, whoa, what's the neighbors on? Like, yeah. <laughs>
0: you know what I will say when I was editing that episode this week Jessie like it went and yeah she perked her ears up like what was that
1: (laughs) sorry but also not Not sorry sorry.
0: (laughs) love you guys (laughs) so um yeah have you checked in on your neighbors what's with the neighbors I thought of something I can't think of it oh we're gonna have to really get up (laughs) Right. Say hi to your fur babies for us. No, we're we're not keeping with that. <laughs> that sounds stupid. Say
1: hi to your cats for us.
0: Say <laughs> so, so hi to your fur babies works. No. Say hi to your skin babies for us.
1: Yeah, those two We that sounds really gross. we are going to be like, "What am I listening, listening to?" to?